If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Episode 3, Money History, Examining How Our Past Affects Our Relationship with Money Today. You are now listening to the Faith on Fire podcast, a pod for financial literacy, coaching, and real-life examples on how to transform your finances. I'm your host, Simone Brumel. Follow me on my path to financial freedom, and I'll give you tips on how to start and continue yours. Money is a tool, so learn how to use it wisely. Welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Welcome to our first time listeners and to everyone who's been tuning in from the beginning. I appreciate you. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite aspects of financial freedom and financial independence, money mindset. So I love talking about money and how we think about money because it really is the first step in trying to go on a financial freedom journey, right? In anything you're doing, if you're trying to go to the next level or improve yourself, it always starts with what you think. So getting to financial freedom requires good financial habits. And with any habit, whether that's exercising, trying to eat right, um, studying, whatever you're trying to improve and, and create a habit around, it first starts with how you think and if you've made the decision to actually change your behavior. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he, meaning there's a connection between our thoughts and our actions. Whatever is controlling your thought life will control every aspect of your life and that's not just for finances but your emotions how you live day to day so what you think on is a huge huge part of your everyday life now we're just going to be talking about our thoughts about money but this does apply to everything in your life if you're trying to grow or move to another level you have to understand where you're coming from so Today's episode is going to specifically talk about your history with money, right? All your experiences in the past. What has that taught you about money and financial habits? And a lot of times we don't realize how our upbringing affects us. We think that our first encounter with money is when you start working a job or you start adulting. But really, all of your experiences as a child 
um, will affect those thoughts and habits as an adult. Now, your money history or your money experiences, you can either mirror it or reject it. And it's not 100% the same for every person. I'm going to go through a few money experiences that typically shape your habits. And of course, I'm making generalizations and you may not fit exactly into one category or the other, but you'll be able to identify different scenarios in your life. Then we'll talk about how those experiences create a money personality. And then we'll just talk about some practical ways to create habits once you've identified your experience and your personality. Now, of course, it's generalizations, doesn't apply to everyone completely, but I'm sure you'll be able to identify things that apply to you. So one of the things about your money experiences, especially as a child, is what you see or you experience, you either choose to reject that or reflect it. So you may have experiences and say, I liked how my parents handled this situation. That's something I want to apply to my life. Or I didn't really like that, so I'm not going to do it. So this first idea I want to talk about is living in shortage or scarcity versus living in abundance. And this doesn't mean necessarily being poor or rich, but it's just how you experienced financial situations in your past. So when I think of abundance, it's not that you lived a rich experience, meaning you were wealthy or you're, you always had money, but your experience was that everything was possible. You didn't see money or having things as a hindrance. There was always possibility or freedom. So you probably got most of the things you asked for and it and not in a spoiled way where everything was just handed to you, but you never experienced not having things or having to struggle to get things. The flip side of that, you did experience limited resources and frugality or or sacrifice. You probably heard a lot, money doesn't grow on trees and, and that type of thinking around earning money or having money. It was always viewed as a limited resource. Now, in all of these scenarios I'm going to go through, it's never to say one is better than the other. It's just the reality of life. You can you you could have had parents who actually did struggle and had to do things to make ends meet, but your experience felt like you always were provided for and even when you didn't get things that you wanted, it didn't feel like it didn't feel restrictive. So if you had an abundance experience with money, you probably had a more comfortable life 
a com more comfortable life experience growing up or coming into adulthood. And again, neither one of these situations is right or wrong. It's just the reality of life. So the next experience I want to talk about is seeing money as a tool versus seeing money as a burden. So typically, if you have experienced money as a tool, money was used for a purpose and earning money and having a job or a career, whatever it was, was seen as necessary and an important part of living the life of living your life. So your parents, so your parents probably didn't complain a lot about working or their job they were in. They probably enjoyed what they were doing and enjoyed the ability to do it and take care of their families. They probably were doing something they love and were able to enjoy, enjoy the fruits of that labor. And, or even if they didn't express a love for their career or their job, they love the opportunity they had to use that money for their purpose. They appreciated the home or the family time, whatever it is. They just saw it as a means to an end. On the flip side, viewing money as a burden, earning money, having money, managing money, all of it becomes a chore or a hindrance. And you typically see it this way if you don't like what you're doing you don't tip you don't enjoy your current circumstance and maybe what you're doing doesn't allow you to actually enjoy your money so that doesn't necessarily that could either be you're not earning enough or you're working so hard to get what you have you can't enjoy your life so so work capitalism money everything around that is viewed negatively so the last money experience I want to cover is the most important to me and that's experiencing money being undisciplined versus disciplined I strongly believe this is the biggest part of forming habits and that just and that's not just for money habits that's just life and being adult in general people think that when the bible talks about spare the rod and spoil the child it's just talking about physical punishment it's a greater principle of discipline which has to be taught and is the responsibility of parents and i strongly believe that an undisciplined person is going to struggle in all areas of their life but as it pertains to money, because that's what we're here to talk about, having an undisciplined experience means you saw poor spending habits, possible mismanagement, and just a general lack of control as it relates to financial responsibilities. And this can go to the extremes of like gambling habits or shopping addictions to just really not and not having a system or just forgetting when to pay things and bills are behind because money isn't managed 
or you experience your family always saving towards a goal and not being able to reach it and not for lack of having the money but you're saving and then oh well let's just go on this trip and the money's taken out and you never actually reach the goal they don't have you never experienced discipline saving or budgeting or managing of responsibilities the opposite of that obviously is managing money um budgeting talking about it having real conversations about bills that are due saving and achieving goals now the the conversation of discipline versus undisciplined there's a difference between not having it and having it and using it incorrectly right so you don't want to confuse your situation or what you've experienced of maybe having coming from more of an impoverished background to say, well, your parents weren't disciplined. If you don't have it, you don't have it. This is more so speaking about not being in control of your finances. So the last thing I want to reiterate about these money experiences and how they affect us as adults is that you have the choice to reject or reflect these experiences. It doesn't mean that because you saw your parents being undisciplined or they viewed money as a burden or they were really focused on limited resources that you have to be that way because that was your experience. As an adult, you have a choice. We're not slaves to our experiences. It's important to know it's important because it shapes who we are, but we still have choices and can make adjustments to our lives as adults. So next, we're going to talk about money personalities. And you can think of this as now you're an adult. How do you interact with your money? What is your primary way of interacting with money? Now, these are all generalizations, and there's probably some other personalities that I'm not going to talk about, but I'm going to focus on four and make some sweeping generalizations. So this means you could fall into multiple categories. It may not fit you exactly, but the point is to really ask yourself, what, what are your characteristics? What is your personality? So the first one is a spender self-explanatory this is the person that says I see it I want it now typically this person has experienced an abundance mindset undisciplined and views money as a tool so that means you experience money freely it's not limited you see open possibilities to have and get more money you fall a little more on the undisciplined side and that's not to say you you're you can't be disciplined or you're just spending all the time but you're more free with buying things and this ties in with you seeing money as a tool it's used for a purpose so i don't mind spending it because there's more out there i can make it back money is supposed to be here for me to enjoy things so I'm going to buy what I want and enjoy my life 
the next money personality is a saver. So this is the person got that has all their coins in the bank, making sure they're saving, saving, saving. This person typically experiences money from a shortage mindset, is a little more on the discipline side, but views money as a burden. So if you have a saver's personality, you more so have the thought that money is a limited resource. It doesn't grow on trees. I need to make sure I'm collecting all my coins, stacking my paper. I don't know when a rainy day is going to come. I need to be prepared. So you're super disciplined with saving. Maybe you're a little more frugal and you don't spend a lot on the things you actually do buy. You're trying to collect as much as you can because you view making money and getting it as this difficult thing to do. So you don't want to lose it. Okay, so the third money personality is a security seeker. So you're all about stability. You just want everything to be okay. And you want to feel secure in your situation. So you typically have an abundance mindset because you feel there's possibility out there that you can have money and things will be okay. There's freedom and you can get what you need. You're also very disciplined and you see money as a tool. So you're trying to use money to create a secure environment for you. So you're focused on getting money and spending it on secure things. So the last personality is an avoider. And you're the person that says it's out of sight, out of mind. You typically see money as restrictive or a limited resource. You're more on the undisciplined side and you view money as a burden. So you just don't want to deal with it. You know there's bills there and you have to go to work and you just want to live your life and not pay attention to what's going on with your finances. So a couple of comparisons and things to think about with these four personalities. Your spender and your security seeker have a lot of similarities because they see money as a tool and that it's out there and to be used. They may just have differences on how they actually spend their money. So a spender is typically more focused on spending money on things for enjoyment. So travel, entertainment, you know, the things that make life fun, having things, clothes, shoes, those type of things. That's what the spender is more focused on with money. Where security seeker is talking about investing and 401ks and stocks and buying real estate, the things that they feel will give them security. Yes, they want to spend money and use it as a tool, but they want to do it in a way that makes them feel safe and secure about their future. Where the spender may be saying, let's live life now. Now the saver and the avoider have some parallels because they're coming from a more 
money doesn't grow on trees, where the saver may be on top of it every day and saying, okay, how much do I have now? How much do I have now? You're making sure all your bills are paid and watching what your bank account is saying. The avoider just doesn't want to deal with it. Now, the avoider can be doing that for multiple reasons. You feel like you can't reach that goal. So instead of trying, you just kind of give up and don't want to pay attention to it or things are fine and you know that bills are paid and you can be comfortable you just don't want to focus on it and look into it or try to change things you would prefer not to think about it now if I had to diagnose myself I'd say I'm between a spender and a security seeker probably more on the security seeker side. My money experience, I grew up in a single parent home and was very aware of the limited resources, but also didn't feel like it wasn't possible to have more. So it was a little bit of a mix of abundance and shortage or scarcity, but I I probably would say it was more on the scarcity side. There was always a kind of spiritual understanding of God will always provide and we would never be in need and that God always takes care of his children. I I had that freedom in my head of knowing that we would be taken care of, but I also knew that we didn't have it. Like some things... you just don't ask for or you have to wait or you know some things just weren't possible because we were restricted for that there was a lot of I was very aware of the sacrifices that my mother had to make growing up um, for us financially so as an adult I think I want to have more of an abundance mindset of Even if I do have to make sacrifices or resources are limited, being more open to the possibility of making more money or having more experiences um, and not just focusing on meeting needs, financial needs, but also planning and being open to having financial wants. And I find that a lot of like single parent homes or first generation Americans tend to have that experience where things were limited and you understand the sacrifice but in your life you want to be more open and 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 have more freedom for yourself and your family and that can go into the whole kind of immigrant story of you know your parents coming here to give you the American dream and now you actually want to live it but we can talk about that at another time so I also experienced very disciplined financial habits Um, my mother was an accountant so I learned balancing checkbooks and budgeting and all that from my mom and I'm super thankful for that experience because it is the foundation of who I am today. And then I also experienced money as a tool. So as much as we had limited resources and 
really had to sacrifice and be disciplined with spending. I also understood how what we had was just to be used to used for a purpose. A lot of that came from just being taught about being a steward or stewardship of having money or having resources, but at the end of the day for God's kingdom. So whatever we had wasn't ours per se, or we weren't the owners of, but more so managers. So this money was for a purpose or these resources are for a purpose. Whatever we have is for a greater purpose. So whether that means we only have a little or we have a lot, what we have is a tool for God's kingdom. So I want to leave you with a few takeaways so you can examine your money history and start to progress towards financial freedom. So the first action item really is just to reflect on your history. If you've never thought about it and there's things that you do when you and you've never really thought about why you did it, it's a good idea just to you know, if you can still sit down with a parent and talk about things that are kind of still in your mind and talk about experiences, that'll be really good. This is a very good exercise if you're in a relationship or married because typically what happens is opposites attract. So for the most part, you're probably married or in a relationship with someone who has an opposite history or personality than you. And I don't know why it's like that. It's just the way it is. Talk about these things with your significant other. The second action item is to make changes. So first you identify who you are and if there's any issues or things you want to change and then make changes. So if you know that you are an avoider and you don't really pay attention to your finances, make some changes with all of the apps and technology today. It's pretty easy to get alerts and to set up infrastructure that can help you be more disciplined. So if so if you need to get emails once a month or text messages, set those up so you know you may not go and check it, but if you can create an automatic reminder, it'll start to create a habit of you being in more control, being more in control of your finances. If you're a spender, and you feel like you're probably spending too much, start to create some guardrails. So you can set alerts for how much a month you want to spend. So if you spent $100 for the month, it'll send you a text or something that says, hey, you're about to go over. Or if you're more extreme and you need to start cutting up cards and only taking out cash, whatever it is that will help you change the habits that you already have start to do little things to create large change so if you find that you're a saver and you've been hoarding all this money and you're not living your life take a day trip in your city go to a museum do something you've always wanted to do and use that money to experience life so that you can start to associate positive experiences with having money And not just having money in a bank, but 
having money as a tool. And lastly, if you are that security person and you've been putting your money into all of these secure assets and you have all of your investments set up, buy something that you've always wanted. Treat yourself. Whatever your current financial mindset or personality is, there's probably room for improvement. None of us are perfect. At the end of the day, life is about balance. Whatever you're doing, if you find yourself in any extreme, look for ways to build habits that will open your mind up and kind of bring you back towards the middle. To me, being financially independent or financially free doesn't come if there's no balance. So if you're working super hard and hustling and you have millions of dollars, but you don't enjoy time with your family or are caring for your or caring for yourself mentally and physically, that doesn't sound like financial freedom to me. And on the other end, if you live this great life full with expense, filled with experiences and nice shoes and cars, but you're in debt and you can't pay for any of it, that's not freedom either. So I hope this information was helpful. Go ahead and leave your feedback on my Instagram page, Faith on Fire LLC. You can find me at the same place on Facebook, Faith on Fire LLC. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave comments and feedback. If you have any questions, you can email me or if you need coaching towards changing your mindset and going on a journey for financial freedom, feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook as well. Whatever financial habit you're trying to build all starts with how you think about money.